0: Amen. Well, it's good to see everybody. You guys have been prayed for. I'm going to jump into the message. It's bigger than you. How does that make you feel when you hear it? It's the truth, isn't it? It's just the truth. And we're going to take a little time today and walk through three keys that the Lord showed me through the scripture today to just talk a little bit about it. But let's face it, life can get overwhelming at times. Somebody say "Amen." amen. Other people say, oh, me. It can, right? I mean, it can sometimes. I mean, it's easy to lose heart at times. You know, you just want to quit. But we all face different problems in relationships, at work, in the family. But we're going to look at some scripture today and see how Paul, the apostle, uh, how he dealt with that. And rather than quitting uh, when he got persecuted and wore down, he concentrated on the inner strength that comes from Holy Spirit. Aren't you glad that God doesn't call you go it it alone? I mean, you're not by yourself. You got amazing church family, amazing folks in your life, but ultimately you got... Christ in you. If you put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, you are not alone. Amen. I want to tell you that right now and remind you always. And I tell you, sometimes we'd have to encourage ourselves in the Lord like David would have to do. he would have to encourage himself in the Lord, because I don't know about you guys. I felt kind of lonely before. How about y'all? I mean, you're just way out there. I mean, lonely, 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 right? But I know this as I've been filling up on the Lord and those times come, I almost smirk sometimes, not because it's funny, not because anything. I was like, Lord, I know you never left. Lord, even on my worst day, in your worst day, God can see your best. Because he's looking at the big picture. We only see just a glimpse of what's going on. So uh, today, I pray that as we, we, we walk through the word of God, don't let the fatigue rob you, man. Don't let the weakness rob you of the resurrection power of Jesus Christ that's available to you and in you and through you. Amen. I'm telling you, this is what it's all about, and I want us to live victorious. So many times I turn on the news, I flip through something, I talk to folks, I look in the mirror, because, hey, like I say, I'm preaching to me first. Sometimes we can get overwhelmed and just think, man, have you ever had one of those moments when you say, why me, and a little voice inside of the head says, why not you, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, but let me tell you this. God is for you. And I want to look at a little bit of scripture today that just really helps us remind us about the resurrection power and the strength that God gives us moment by moment. And yeah, it's true that life's bigger than us, but nothing's bigger than our God. Amen. That's where we're going with this. So let's take a look at this. If you got your Bibles with you, uh, we're in 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. And I'm going to read this and then we'll kind of break it out. It says, therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly, we are wasting away. Anybody feel like they're wasting away sometimes? This old body is temporary, man. It is temporary. But I'm going to tell you what, we're going to keep on rolling. Yet inwardly, we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory. Somebody say glory to God that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal man, we need to lift our eyes up to invest and look and and walk in things that bring forth eternal dividends. Amen. You know, how are we investing in the things of the kingdom? Now, when you say investing, people start talking about money. Well, that's part of it. But I'm talking about your time, your prayer, your actions. You know, how how are we investing back in something bigger than us? And I want to look at three points today. If you guys came in, you should have a handout. We're going to talk about problems. We're going to talk about opportunities. And everybody likes this, victories. Amen? We got victory in Jesus. So let's start out with a little bit of problems. We're going to get them out of the way first, okay? So here we go. First thing we see here, 2 Corinthians 4.16, I'll read it again. Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasted away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. We're all going to face some problems, but we never lose. Face them alone. If you don't take anything away from the service today, that's a good piece of the puzzle to take with you. I mean, you know, with we have peace, without we have fear, right? And the Bible talks about that his perfect love casts out fear. Have you ever been around somebody that when, when something comes up, they just start going to panic mode? Woo! And I tell you what, if you're not careful, that'll get on you. But you know what? Keep the word of God open and let that faith get on you. Isn't it, isn't it good? Is, is, is it maybe you or maybe somebody else that you could think of? When something goes down, they seek you out. They say, well, hey, uh, let's talk to Miss Georgia. She's grounded. Let's talk to Uncle Carl. Let's call Grandmama. Let's call somebody. You know, and, and, and get a hold of those folks and say, hey, I need to be praying about that. Hey, what do you think about that? It's good to have godly counsel. Amen. Yeah. But I want you to know, as a blood-bought believer, you have the inner spirit, the Holy Spirit in us to bear witness to what you take in, okay? Always, like Grandmama taught me a long time ago, put it up against the back of the Word. Put it up against the Word right there. It's got to line up with the Word of God or we don't want it, amen? amen? And that's what we want to do. So that's why I try to pull in so many scriptures and tie it in, and you know what? We're gonna keep on pressing on. But so a lot of times we get some overwhelming odds, but look what the Bible says in here. These are great scriptures to get in your heart because guess what? I'd like to tell you you're never gonna have a tough day, probably going to have a tough day, amen. but you know what? you don't have to go through it alone. Ephesians 3:16 says, I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Talking a lot about Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit, the person of the Trinity, the same Holy Spirit that rose Jesus Christ from the, the grave lives in us. man we, we short-circuit that with, with, with doubt. But man, if we go, grab a hold of God's word and speak God's word, you watch how the Holy Spirit will continue to just move and groove in our life. So when we face overwhelming odds, remember we're not alone. We have the Holy Spirit. And look at this. We have the Holy Spirit in us, unlimited resources available to us, and the power of God that works through us. I'm going to say that again. So you got the Spirit of God in us. you got unlimited resources uh, available to us, and the power of God that works through us. Moms and dads, we like to do for our our kids, right? And I ain't even going to ask grandparents because I already know. They just lose their mind, right? Woo, baby junior's got to have this. He's got 12. Well, he can't never have enough, right? (laughs) But man, how much more do good gifts come from our Heavenly Father? Now, I'm not just talking about stuff, and I'm not against stuff, but I'm talking about stuff. What do you mean? Love, joy, peace, power. All those things, patience, forgiveness. Let me say that again, forgiveness. Did y'all happen to hear that I happen to say forgiveness? Yeah, because that's a good thing to have. And guess what? It's a great thing to receive. So this is what I usually see. There's usually two camps, right? You got the people that, that want forgiveness, and then you got the people that won't receive forgiveness. But you know what? We can lay all that down because we need to be on both ends of that, right? You know, and sometimes that starts with the guy or gal in the mirror. Has anybody ever messed up just a little bit? <laughs> well, yeah, lucky for you, anybody messed up a whole lot? There you go. I, I just—I was giving you all a, a building, a little momentum in that. <laughs> Isn't it good to know you're forgiven? Now, that is, now, now, when I see that I'm forgiven, that doesn't mean, whoo, I'm going to live my life any old way. I go, man, look how precious the blood of Christ is. Look how big my God is. Thank you, Lord, that it's not about me. It's about you. And that's what we're talking about today. A lot of times, yeah, we got to apply things to our life. And there's things that, that is, are about us. But I'm going to tell you, the big picture living of your life is such a grander scheme. I tell folks all the time, you know, say, oh, I've been blessed. I've been blessed. I said, what do you think God blessed you for? They go, well, what do you mean? Well, I work hard. And I do. I said, well, that's great. That's good. Why do you think God's blessed you? I said, I believe that God blesses us so we can be a blessing to others. Amen. Amen. He wants to use your life as that platform to impact lives for the kingdom. And guess what? That gets bigger than you and me all the time. And so that's what I hope you see today. When we face these problems, know you're not going through it alone. Know that you have Holy Spirit in you and that there is unlimited resources. Now, I'm going to go back to the moms and dads and grandparents and aunts and uncles. Guess what? We want to be a blessing, but we have limited resources. We got limited time right? We've got limited, a lot of limits on things, but God is unlimited. And so next time the problems come in your life, you take your problem and put it up against the backdrop of the cross. It's finished. It'll really show you where your problem is in the scheme of things. I will never, ever, ever minimize what anybody's going through, but I want to maximize what God's gone through so that we can have victory. Amen. So yeah, we're going to have some problems, but look at this. Come on. Colossians 3.10. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. Woo, that'll preach by itself right there. Look at that. Put on your new nature. Get away from the old sinful nature, right? Although we're still dealing with the flesh and we make some tough times, uh, decisions. We've been bought with a price. We've been set in the family of God, right? And look at this. And be renewed. How many people need renewing sometimes? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Sometimes it's daily. Sometimes it's hourly. Sometimes it's momently, right? As you learn to know your creator and become like him, God is working on us through the power of the Holy Spirit so that we become more like Jesus. Now, a lot of y'all heard this, and I do it all the time. I can't help myself. I'll go somewhere, and I'll see somebody in line, and you just know that they know Jesus. And I get them like this on call all the time. I go, I say, excuse me. I believe you know somebody that I know. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure you know somebody I know. Well, who, 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 who are they? I said, it starts with a J. His name starts with a J. They said, John, Jimmy. I said, Jesus. They said, you know I do, right? You know I do. <laughs> Boom, right there, right there, right at the cash register or wherever we are. at. Yeah. And next thing you know, man, we just have that, that God moment right there, man. And I'm going to tell you what. Don't wait till Sunday to go to church. We fill up on Sundays and take it outside of the walls every each and every day of the week, man. You know what? It wouldn't hurt to bring a little Jesus with you to work, would it? How about back home? Right? How about in the long line at Hardee's yesterday? I heard somebody was at the long line at Hardee's yesterday. I had to talk my sister down. She said, I, I said, how you doing? I got the songs over here and everything. I'm in line at Hardee's. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. All righty. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. But it was so good because I was talking to her. I said, "Well, what songs you want to do and everything else." And I'm going down the road. She's over there, and then she goes, "Okay, I can't believe. Can you believe this? Can I take it? Yes, ma'am. I'd like to." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "There you go." Hey, yeah, you, yeah. Thank you. Can you believe I still understand <laughs> And I'm just picking because we all do that, right? We all do that. Now, one of the things we do with my family—I don't know if y'all do it. Y'all pick on your dad. My boy said, yeah. Do you pick on one? I mean, we have a good time. One of the, they do, don't they? Yeah, dads get it. Dads get it. Because mama cut off the kitchen privileges. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things we used to do, we used to call it, call it props. Props. We'd have different props, and we'd act out different things. And I never forget this, man. We had everybody over Grandmamas and Granddaddies, and my nephew was over there, and my niece and all of them was over there. So my nephew had to be Uncle Bud. So he goes in the back, and we're all waiting. I said, oh, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good one. So he grabs my jacket. He's got to keep the promise on it. And he goes up, like he's going to McDonald's. Err. Yeah, how y'all doing? I'll take a milkshake. <laughs> I always eat a milk- milkshake. Yeah. Hey, do y'all know Jesus in there? <laughs> do you? I'll <laughs> well, tell you what. I'm going to pull up and pay, but I'm going to tell you about Jesus. Okay. All right, we'll pull up there. Hey, hey, you over at the French fry machine. Come here, come here. Hey, I want to tell you something. If you died today, do you know for sure you go to heaven? <laughs> but see, they're used to seeing that. They know, man, Uncle Buzz gonna share some Jesus, right? But the one, since my sister-in-law's not here, you should have been here. You could have defended yourself. Here you go. My my niece was playing with her mom. Her mom's a real estate agent, and the phone's ringing. You kids, be quiet! Stop it! You got stop it! I gotta take this phone call. Stop it! You gotta. Hello, this is Angie. <laughs> yeah! 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 <laughs> Anybody do that? Go ahead. Anybody, shh, shh, stop, 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 hey, how y'all doing, yeah, that's good, it is, you know, we we need to have that out front, because it's just the truth, isn't it, yeah, or you're riding to church, and y'all argue, everybody argue on the way to church, I'm going to tell you how to fix that, right, take two cars, that's the way to do it, take two cars, you won't argue, man, I said, I leave early, Denise comes later, I said, hey baby, how you doing, all is good. So I'll tell you what, but we need to operate in that new nature because we got to renew that nature, don't we? We have to continue to do that. And I, and I hope you guys are enjoying this because i tell you what, that's just what it's all about, isn't it? But I want to tell you something. Do you recognize your strength? Now, in the midst of this and our problems, there's some things I can do okay, and there's some things I have no reason to be doing. Usually something with a tool, a hammer, or something like that. We had a new guy start with us a couple of months ago. He didn't know that I don't use tools well. And we were out there, and I said, I could get it. He said, well, go ahead. And I was swinging some stuff. And one of my guys said, no. And he's like, what? I said, they don't usually let me work the hammer. He said, why? I don't know. (laughs) Look at them fingers. But you know, if, if you got something that you do good, do it. If you got something that you don't do that good, sub it out. Okay? Sub it out. You know, it's, it's, you just got to do that sometimes, but you know, I think we need to grow in those things, man. Do you recognize that? Or are you constantly overlooking the very talents and gifts and, and attributes that God intends you to use for the kingdom, right? A lot of times, oh, I can't, I just can't, I just can't. I usually find out that I try something, then I can't. It'd be good to kind of pray about it before. Anybody start stuff and then pray about it when you get in over your head? Yeah, yeah, I'm just talk- am I preaching to anybody but me? Yeah, we're on, point. we're on point now. People are probably hitting the little like button on there now, man. Yeah. But think about that. So God intends to use us, man. What does God say about your talents, man? And I wrote this here. I said the key to living a life of purpose is being able to answer these questions. What is your gift in? What is it that God's placed in you? And a lot of times we don't really see it. But ask some people that live with you. Ask some people that, that love you. Ask some your Christian brothers and sisters about that. And it'll, it'll motivate you to do a few things. And so, this is what I want you to see here. Don't let the past mistakes cheat you out of new opportunities. Anybody ever failed a couple times, right? You know, those people that end up doing well for themselves, whether it's world or this or that, or, or, or even look through the Bible, they blew it a few times. I could think of a couple. How about Moses? How about David? Anybody else want to jump in? How about Buddy? Yeah, I'll just go ahead and put me in there. But you know what? As we realize that, we go, Lord, I need some help in these areas. And, and I've got a few things down here. And so I said, you know, I, I pray that we don't let our past rule our future. Let's learn from our past. Let's We, we got we to fess up for our past. Don't get me wrong with that. But let me, let me help you with this. God wants to reinstate you. God wants to renew you. God wants to utilize you for the kingdom of God. And, and I said, here's something else. How do you answer questions when somebody asks them if somebody said well hey uh uh what's your strength do you go on and on and on and on on about all the things you could do or you say well i have no idea sometimes we just need to have that conversation man and this is the thing here i pray that as we move forward and look and ask the lord to help mature us that you know what that it's going to start changing the way we respond to people i'm getting 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 into meddling now right when we start responding to people How God, and when we deal with how our relationship grows, how we mature in our relationship, how we deal with problems, how we allow our our minds and hearts to be renewed to be more like Jesus, we should be seeing a difference. That doesn't mean that we won't still blow it sometimes. But let me ask you a question. If you dealt with a situation two years ago and you dealt with it today, do you deal with it the same way? Are you maturing in that, hopefully? You know? And, and what's the difference? And if we're not, what do we need to do so that we respond more like Jesus? I'm gonna give you a couple of tips here that helps me spend more time with Jesus, amen? Look that it's not about you, and, and look at the big picture. And I tell you today, as we go through this, I want you guys to realize that, you know, everybody goes through different things, but those things that you go through... God can use them. I say this all the time. God doesn't waste anything. He can use those things. I didn't say he causes those things. He can use those things to help you minister to somebody else. He can help you turn around and, and speak into somebody's life. Amen? And so don't think that you don't have any value to speak into somebody else's life. If God's working in your life, you've got some value. And let me tell you, if you feel like God's not working in your life, take a minute and get an count and count your blessings. When you start in the morning, how, do, how many people count their blessings? That's a good place to start. Man, Lord, you woke me up. Man, I tell you what, I do a lot of preaching at my, fr- in my refrigerator. I'm going to tell you. Woo! We got barbecue. <laughs> I love barbecue. Y'all know that already, right? You know, I look in there, because there's been times in my life that we had a lonely light bulb, man. I'm going, whoa. whoa. It's in the middle of summer, and we got Christmas candy in there. <laughs> Are we that far ahead? I think we're behind, right? Little things like that. Man, how many people's ACs working today? When you left. Man, how about that? Everybody's car start today? Amen. All right. Everybody's got a smile on their face today? Amen. Everybody knows Jesus loves them today. Amen. You see how that starts going? And you start thinking about these things. It'll pro- program your mind and your step and your walk and your words because you're looking at it through the lens of Jesus. I said, I couldn't believe this. Oh, shovel lip, right? Man, we can get like, oh man! I tell you all that. how many people know when you get to work sometimes. How in the world do people get so mean and angry on just to drive to work? Lynn, I'm gonna preach to some of y'all folks. I ain't gonna say your last name, dude, but I don't want to lynch you when you get there tomorrow. No, because <laughs> my guys will watch this. And go, man! Thanks a lot, man. No, I'm just saying. You know, you can be like everybody can have a bad day. But man, I used to start like 6:30, and I'm like, how can you be so mad at 6:30? You know, I mean, we ain't been here 10 minutes. Let's find something good. And I know y'all probably won't agree with this, but they say I'm loud in the morning. Can you believe that? I sing, I whistle, everything else. I'm out there. I got to tell you, when we come in my building, right, when we come in there, it's got a little light that that tells you you're there, right? And it takes a picture, send it to security. You know what I do? I just mess with them. Sometimes I go like this. I know they go, the crazy's over there. He's in, right? You just have some fun with the stuff sometimes, you know, come in there. And some guys, they give me this. Let me translate 32 years of working with the same people. That means don't talk to me until I get my coffee, right? They get the coffee, they get a sip, and I go, what's happening? Let me get another one, right? So, you know, I get excited in the morning. How about you guys? I get excited in the evening. I get excited. And people always go, is he always like this? And Denise goes, yes. (laughs) They go, yeah. So when you see me and I shut up, they go, oh, my God, are you all right? Are you okay? (laughs) Because I tell you what, I'm going to get into it in just a minute. But I'm going to tell you what, I believe that time is of the essence. And and you know what? Yes, we have problems. And guess what? If if you're breathing, you're going to have some problems. I would say, you got anything to pray with? People say, pray about? And they go, no. I say, you got family? And they say, yeah. I said, you always got something to pray about, right? Right? Yes, sir. So at those times, man, think about that. So today I want you to go back and think about the problems that, yes, our problems are bigger than us many times. But they're never bigger than God. And realize that, that here's unlimited resources. You can come boldly to the throne of grace. So let me tell you something. God loves you. And I'm going to tell you something else. you got a church family that loves you. You say, well, it's my first time here. Guess what? We've been praying for you. Come on. That's it. You know? And it's more than a building. It's the kingdom. And we're very kingdom-minded, man. We launch different ministries out of here. We try to share different things and stuff. And, 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 man, I love it. You know, I was telling y'all the other day that there was a wreck. And I came up on the wreck, and they were going like this. And the guys come over there. But they knew us from taking cupcakes and Bible tracks and stuff. And they over there, and you would have thought I was the chief of police or somebody. I'm going, hey, is everything all right? You go, hey, Pastor, how you doing? Everything okay? All right. I say, y'all need it? Anybody pray? You can always pray for us. Just want to tell you, appreciate the stuff y'all bring. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Isn't it good to have a cheerleader sometimes? Yeah. Isn't it good to somebody just say, hey, man, I just appreciate you. I just appreciate what you're doing. Just let them know a little bit, you know? I try to tell, me all this stuff that gets set up every Sunday, I appreciate what everybody does. The giving that y'all do, appreciate what you do because it's part of bigger things. And when we start giving and doing and looking past ourselves, we see that, guess what? There's a lot of different things we can do for the kingdom of God, amen? Everybody doing good? Because guess what happens? We start having opportunities. And some of those opportunities are bigger than you and bigger than me. Look at this. I'm going to get into this right now. What frames the tone of your life? Now, I'm going to explain what I mean here. Think about this. What sets the tone of your day? I kind of touched a little bit on that. Now, how many people agree that I'm a little hyper sometimes? (laughs) You want to know one reason why I'm really hyper? I could sum it up. I thought about it last night. You ready? this. You say, why? I said, this. Because my time and your time is running through this glass. Guess who gave me this? Your son. It was sitting on Brian's desk a couple months back. And I said, oh, oh man, I don't don't know what my fascination is with those things, man. I guess I'm always thinking about, man, I I, I, want to get going. I want to do some stuff. He said, take it. Take it. I said, I'm going to use it in a message one day. So today was the day. But, but I want you to look at this here. And I'm going to get into a little bit more of this. But I'm going to let just go through. See, what happens is, when you first look at this, you say, well, man, I got time. I mean, you got all that sand up there. Right? Say there's a minute. Say there's seconds, whatever you want to put on it. Say there's are days. And you say, man, it's just barely coming through there. I mean, I got all that time down there. Well, first off, you never know when it's going to stop. But secondly, you never know even if it ran the whole course. It's pretty fast, isn't it? I'm gonna let that just kind of sit up there as we talk a little bit. That illustration right there, what keeps me going? Because I don't, I want, I want to, I want to live a life that's poured out. How about you guys? I want to live a life when I'm when I'm done to go. He's done. Yeah, they'll be picking through there and go. Can we use anything? You know, I'm telling you, man. I want I'm going. To, I'm going for the whoo, the, the the full thing. Because I tell you what. Has anybody ever been real sick? or well, sick enough for you, yeah. Sick enough you. You might not have been as sick as somebody else, but you think you're going to die? I have. And when the Lord brought me back around, I said, I'm not wasting no time for you, Lord. I refuse to waste any time for the Lord. I know we got to rest. I know we need to listen. I know we need to sub out things that we can't do. I don't want to just be busy to be busy. I want to be effective to be a difference maker in the kingdom. So y'all listen to this. Because I talked about it a little bit earlier, but this is something I wrote a while back. I want to share it with you. I said, a negative attitude drains your heart of its joy. It keeps you focused on what is wrong and blinds you to the things that are right. Don't let it take root in your life because it will choke out your purpose, your freedom, and your friendship. And I wrote this. I said, it's a lonely road to walk. Just give it to God and enjoy the journey. That's what I want to live. How about you guys? I want to see these opportunities God's placed before you. Yeah, they're bigger than us, man. They're God-sized. They're God-sized. But yet when we rely on the Holy Spirit and God stretches us to meet those challenges, we can partake of some of the greatest things God ever had. Do you think that Noah might have thought that was a pretty big stretch? You think about David. You say, oh, yeah, there's people in the Bible. You want to see a stretch? <laughs> Your pastor being here. How about that? I think some people come to go, wow, God's just doing the work. And I go, wow, God's got a lot more to do. But I take it as a privilege to have an opportunity to do what God's given us to do. I would have never thought when I was on a street corner learning how to play the guitar that God would use that so I could praise Jesus with it. But that's, that's what I want to do with it. See, when you realize where the gifts come from, don't you want to offer them back up to him? Man, that's good stuff. Think about your life. I look around here, so many gifted people. You say, well, I don't do this. I don't do this. Miss, Miss Georgia, Georgia didn't start drawing until she was in a, a senior stage. How about that? I didn't say how old you were. Right? When she was older, and man, she can draw and she can cut and she can make all these things. And she does it for the glory of the Lord. She's always giving. She's always doing. And I can name everybody in here does something. Praying, calling, doing, knitting, fixing food, praising the Lord, all those things. Never think that your gift doesn't matter because I'm going to tell you It matters. Just because it doesn't look like hers, and it doesn't look like his, and it doesn't look like hers, don't mean that God doesn't realize it. Here's the thing, are we faithful with that? So what's framing the tone of our life? Is it something positive or something negative? Let's keep on going. How often do we stretch beyond our comfort zone? Woo, come on now. You ever had people say, oh, I just couldn't do that. I just couldn't do that. I just couldn't do that. Oh, no, I couldn't do that. Or do we say, hey, you know what? Let's give it a try let's give it a try. Let's trust God for it. Let's pray and see what's going on and see how God wants to use our life, man. And if you only do things that are safe and comfortable, it doesn't take much faith, does it? It doesn't take much faith to just do the status quo, man. It's not trusting God. It's not experiencing all that God has for you. But realize that the bigger opportunity, the more God is revealed through us and in us and to others. It's a win-win situation. Notice I didn't say it's a comfortable situation, right? We like comfort zone, don't we? Boy, I just want to get comfortable. I'm just taking a break. And I wrote it down like this. I said, if we could ever get in our minds and hearts the true value that God places on us, everything else would fall into place. Our praise, our worship, our giving, our forgiven. It would take a whole different look, man. And I'm preaching to me first. Sometimes I have to just stop and go, wait a minute, Lord. Look what you've done for us. Look at the trees. Look at that. That's why I love walking. When I got my new knees, I said, man, I'm just, I remember saying to guys at work, you say, man, what are you thinking about? I said, I can't wait till I can walk without any pain again. Every time before my knee surgery, it was like stepping, like somebody jabbing a stick in my knee. And I know some of y'all have been through much worse. I'm just telling you from my experience. And then when God used technology and God uh, uh, showed men how to, to put the new knees in, man, I said, man, this is good this is good. Even the guys at work, they go, slow down, man. I go, man, I've been waiting five years for this. I ain't slowing down. And so when I take my walk and I'm looking, and I'm looking at the trees and I'm looking at the birds and I'm looking at this and I'm looking at that. I go, man, God, you're awesome. Amen. You're amazing. Look at this. I wonder how long that tree's been there. Look at that bird there. Look at it. And things like that. See, they think you're, you're a tough rock and roller. all Oh, God. man, I'm looking at birds and flowers and everything else, you know? God, get a hold of your heart. He'll soften it up. You know? It's, it's amazing. I go, man. And all those things are for a reason. You know? I might not know all the reasons, but God knows the reasons. And so sometimes we got to stretch and get out of our comfort zone. How many people are ready to stretch this week? All right. Let's see what's going on. I talked about this a little bit, but I want you I to bring this home here. Do you see your value in Christ? A lot of times we just see ourselves in crisis, but do we see ourselves, our value in Christ? Man, when we see our true value, you'll be looking for opportunities. You'll be praying for opportunities, and those very opportunities that you want shrugged off, you'll be springboarding into what God's called you to do. Anybody ever jump in over their head sometimes? And you go, man, how about this? Has God ever called you to do something that was a little bit over your head? Usually he does. You know why? Because then you got to trust him, right? And then when you come out the other side, guess what? There's one answer. How did you do that? And everybody says, Jesus. So God gets the glory. You got caught in the middle of that, that experience. You got to experience God. You got to trust God. You got to see God move. Your faith is building. And you can go, whoa, what's next, Lord? What's next? What's going on? God played guitar with probably 19, 20 years witness to him and things like that over time, and he got a hold of the message, and, and it's good to, to be surrounded with folks that, that are, are encouragers, right? And we were going to do something years ago. Years ago, and we were going to do this big outdoor concert. We started in 2000. We did it for 13 years. And I go, man, and I said, man, Al, there's so many things we got to do and everything else. And I said, we got to get this right. We got to get this right. We got to, we got to pay for this and all this. And I remember we were getting ready to go play, so we were going to play a church in Williamsburg. And I went to put my guitar in the back of the car. And you could tell we were always prepared. And I said, Al, I wrote two new songs, man. I want you to check them out. He said, Well, play them on the tape, and I'll learn them on the way. So we were in a minivan. He he was learning the songs as we were going to play them. And but one of the things was this. When I went to put my guitar in there, he grabbed my arm. And he goes, Hey man, God's gonna give that to us. God's gonna give that to us. He's in this. I did not think that was gonna come from my picking pal. I was just like, uh-huh. And he did. But see, all that time I've been pouring in, pouring in, pouring in, pouring in. Pouring in. I didn't know if it was anything that was taking hold. And he was the guy that says, Hey, look. God's gonna do it for us, man. Stand strong. Don't sweat it. Let's go. And man, let me tell you, that's encouraging. When you speak into somebody's life and it comes around. You know, I'm oh well, I gotta encourage my buddy. I gotta encourage my buddy. I gotta encourage my buddy. But let me tell you, at the right time, when man, I was I was probably having a meltdown at the time. So, man, we gotta do this, you gotta learn these songs. I don't even know where we're going, dude. And not only that, I gotta get all this, you know, I, 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 I gently grabbed my hand and pointed me to him. And in that minute, I thought, wow, guess what? You're working here. You're working in him. You're working in me. And then when we got to do it and see all that, I'm sitting out there and we got 10 bands and it's all free and there's people coming out and people hearing about the Lord and everything else. I go, he gave it to us. He entrusted us with that. Man, don't, Ever, ever underestimate the value that you have with Christ in you. Amen? How about this? Live with purpose each day. There are so many people that i talk to that just go through the motions. Just go through the motions. Let's go back to this. Just a little reminder. Just go through the motions. They're saying it's going on through. Yeah, it's going on through. How many people want to impact this world for Christ when they cut through? You have an opportunity. You have an opportunity. There's a platform at every level, at everybody's life that they can they can speak from or or their action could be shown from. Anybody ever visit a hospital, see somebody in the hospital? Everybody's probably been there, right? You can encourage somebody on the way. Maybe it's a person that's worked 15 hours. Maybe you could just say, hey, I appreciate what you're doing. Hey, maybe it's holding the door for somebody. I don't know. There's always something that we can do to encourage somebody because you know why? Jesus Christ lives in us. And man, we want to make the most of those opportunities through every grain of sand, every minute of the day, so that we can live with a purpose each day. A lot of times I hear people say, Well, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I can tell you one thing that we're supposed to do. You ready? You ready for this? (laughs) Make disciples, right? If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, He wants us, He desires us to, He commands us to share our faith, right? It's not just for the pastor. It's not just for the worship leader. It's not just for grandma. It's for all of us. Now, how you do that may look totally different than what I do and what somebody else does. How about if you're a teacher and you just pray for the kids when they come in? You say, oh, I can't do that in my school. Well, you know what? You can do it and you ain't got to tell nobody. How about that? Matter of fact, pray for the people that make the rules. The next thing you know, they'll be saying, can you pray for us? How are we looking all the time? Buffet ain't open. I got another story for you. Where I work at, I've been there for a long time. And some of y'all heard the story, but it just I, the Lord put it on, on my heart. I've been doing what I've been doing for a long time. And when I put in for the job that I got now, um, I had to do an interview and stuff like that. And at that point, I really didn't know if I wanted a job or not. I was like, I'm just going to do my thing and do the ministry. I'm going to do my thing, do the ministry. But the Lord showed me that the ministry is in everything I do come on now. So anyway, I had to do this interview and they're asking me about all the nuts and bolts and how do you turn this on? How do you shut this off? And what do you do with personnel and this and that and everything else? And they said, do you got anything else you want to add? I said, yeah, I do. I said, you know what? I really appreciate the opportunity today. I said, but I'll tell you what, there's a bigger opportunity that I want to share with you. I said, I'm with these guys eight hours a day. I'm not with my family eight hours a day. And so I want to impact their life for the kingdom of God. I said, I promise you I won't beat them with the Bible, but I'll pray for them. And I wanted to do my best to to be an encourager. And I said, so my thing is this. However you guys choose or whatever, I won't be mad. I won't talk bad about you or anything else. But thanks for the opportunity. But I'm going to tell you what, you give me that spot right there. I'm going to use it for a platform for the Lord. Jaw, boom. I said, thanks. I'm Went on back. I said, well, probably ain't going to get that job. Uh, we'd like you to take that position. The lady said, I've been in human resources for over 30 years, and I ain't never had anybody answer that question like that. I said, God's good, so I'm going to do my very best, and I'll take the job. Thank you. And That's what I try to do. Some days probably look a lot better than, than others. But you know what? I'm going to make sure that I live with a purpose for each day. When somebody, can we get a new guy? Hey, man, what's going on? What's happening? What's happening? What's going on? Everything else I'm feeling them out. What's going on? How can I pray for them? What's going on in their life? Make it a safe place that I can talk to them, you know, and share Jesus. Because you know what? It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity. Let's keep on going. You have to choose to be used. Now, I'm going to give you something here. The world will choose you and use you up. But you have an opportunity to be used by God. How many people want to be used by God? I said. I say this most every time it just pops out of my mouth. If I'm preaching a funeral, I said, You preach a funeral before you get here, don't you? You really do. You preach your funeral before you get there. The way you live, the way you love, the way you shared, the way you did, the way you gave, all these different things, right? The impact of those, what legacy are we leading? It's bigger than us. Look at those opportunities. I would hate to get there and stand before the Lord and say, man, you missed a lot of opportunities. And I probably have. I know I have. How about you guys? But today, as we've sharpened our, our focus on the things of God, and we go back and look at the, the, the Apostle Paul and things he was going through, he said, man, look, grow in this thing. Go in this thing. Everybody in this room and everybody's watching are gifted so amazing. Use that gift for the glory of God, man. Use that gift because I'm going to tell you what, God is for us. A couple of little things I want to share with you. I said, think about this. The kingdom of God is amazing. The kingdom of God offers you an opportunity to jump in. God offers you an opportunity. And primarily, I'm talking to those that have put their faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ right this second. And those that have not, we got room for you, right? There's plenty of room at the cross, as they say. But I want to tell you this, that right now, that God is looking to use your life with those opportunities. Amen? I'm going to pick up a little speed here. Everybody doing good? Because we talked about problems. Anybody ever have problems? Yeah? Anybody ever see a few opportunities and maybe God's opened up a few doors for them in their life? Maybe your job, maybe your husband, maybe your wife, right? Your children, all those things. But how about this? How about the victories? The victories are bigger than us too. I said the victories are bigger than you. Look back through the Bible. God blew people away that trusted him, man. He turned water into wine. He healed the sick. He raised the dead. Hey, he forgives the sinner. And he says we will do even greater things than that. Look at that, John 14, 12. I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I am going to be with the Father. He did not leave you by yourself. Lord didn't say, well, I'll check on you on about 3,000 years or so or whatever the time is. He says, hey, there's one coming just like me and his name's the Holy Spirit. And he will guide you, he will direct you, he will lead you, he will bear witness to what I've shown you. Isn't that something? So guess what? It's bigger than you and me, right? And I often think about this. It just fires me up, man, to think about this. I said, the Lord God Almighty gives us the privilege to operate in his power, to be his children through Christ Jesus, to be a vessel that he chose to share the gospel through. The gospel mess. angels don't even have that privilege, but we do. We have that privilege to share the good news. I like to I like to share it this way. How many people love a good deal? Love 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 to shop? <laughs> I just checking. I thought she'd have both hands up, but the great thing about that is she comes from a long line of bargain babes. I got a bargain babe, man. Now she'll buy stuff she don't need that's on sale, but she's gonna get it on sale. Okay, (laughs) it's okay, right? You say, what does that have to do with this? You like telling some man, I got a deal on this. I am telling you, child. What they call it? I'm telling you, look at this. Denise's grandma was the shopathon babe. Fixed income, and Christmas time would come, and the door would just explode. Poof. Stuff everywhere. Because Granny knew had a wheel and deal on that. And she'd get the stuff. She a little bit there. And she'd wait for that and wait for that and, and go again. And everybody, she didn't just get everybody one gift. I mean, she's got this and this and that and this and that. And I'm like, how does your mom, grandma do this? So she starts the day after Christmas. She prepares. She prepares. And she did it with love. And she knew as she was doing that with love that God was blessing that and multiplying that. And every year to the day she left here, well, honey, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this next year. (laughs) And it grows. I don't know if I'm going to be that. The reason I say that, it was never about the gift. It was always about the heart behind the gift. And she wanted to make sure everybody knew that they were loved. Everybody knew that they were cared for. And that's what she did. And I tell you, as we go through stuff, I want everybody to know that they're loved. I want everybody to know that they're cared for. And the gift that I got for you guys and you guys got to other folks is the gift of Jesus Christ. Amen. Man, we need to open that gift. We need to share it, man. We need to pour it out. We need to let it roll. Let's keep on rolling. Look at this here. Second Corinthians, bringing it home. 4.18. So how do we do that? So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary. But what is unseen is eternal. I said it earlier. We need to focus on the big picture. Ask the Lord to give us 2020 in the supernatural, man. Are we walking in unshakable faith? Some days yes, some days no. But today, let's tweak it up. Let's tweak it up a little bit. Talk about that preparation that Granny had, man. She was looking down the pipe. She was looking down the pipe. Are you looking? Let me ask you this. Is there somebody... I'm going to give you five seconds. Listen to this. little we'll test. Don't need to scream the name out, but just think about it. And raise your hand when you think. In five seconds, I'm going to ask you this question. Do you know one person that needs Jesus? One, two, three, four, five. Folks, listen, all right. How about that? How about you take that name that God just put on there, and you pray for them this week. That somebody will, will, will be put in their life. That God will use you. Just think what that would happen. How that would work why do you think God put them on your heart? Maybe so, you'll be the one that has the victory with them coming to Christ. Ultimately, God has the victory, but you know what I'm saying. But God will use you. So there's a problem, right? They don't know Jesus. There's an opportunity. You do know Jesus. Guess what? There's victory because you know what greater things that you can do while you're here. You can be a soul winner. You can be an encourager. You can be that brother or sister in the Lord to make that difference. So we know what we need to do. We need to fix our eyes on Christ, man. We need to fix our eyes on Christ. And I mean that in two ways. I said fix, fix our eyes on Christ in focus and fix it. Fix our eyes on Christ in renewing our mind. You say, what do you mean? Don't let your past paralyze you for your future. I'm going to say that again for somebody, probably for me. Don't let your past paralyze you and so say you can't do, do something else. You have been renewed. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Right? Take God at his word. Speak God's word. And say, you know what? Today, Lord, please use me, Lord. Use me today. How many people? Did I happen to tell you I had this here? I want you to keep drawing back to this. The time's going by, man. I pray this week that God takes a spiritual hourglass and places it on our heart that we think about this message and we use our time and our talents and our gifting for the kingdom. As that goes through there, fix your eyes on him. Fix your eyes on that. Because you know what? The blessings are bigger than you. I had a buddy of mine that went, I can't remember exactly, went out of the country, right? And, man, he was seeing God do a lot of different things. And he said, man, I'm I'm telling you, I'm praying. And uh, they went over there to serve and do a few things. And he came back humbled, man. I said, what's up? He said, man, I'm going to be honest with you. He said, I went over there, and he said, I wanted to be a part of God raising the dead. I wanted to see God grow limbs. I wanted to see all these things and everything else. And he said, I started complaining. He said, we're over there building a little, like a little hut for a family. He said, about what I got for my lawnmower. Probably gonna have two families living in it. And he says, I'm doing this. And I'm like, man. He said, I said, did you pray for some people? He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, in the middle of that, while I'm whining and complaining to God, right, we had an opportunity to share our faith and everything else and lead some people to the Lord. I said, that's great. He says, yeah, it's really good, buddy. He said, because the Lord spoke to my heart. He said, what greater miracle could you possibly be a part of than seeing somebody from past from death to life? And it rewired his brain. See, he wanted to see the flash. He wanted to see all that. Hey, God's still in the healing business. God's God's doing what he's doing. He's the same yesterday and today and today. But see, we came in there, and he was putting all these, these limitations. I'm going to say limitations on God, right? I want you to do this, and I want to be a part of this, and I want to do this. And God said, I'm going to tell you something else. I'm going to blow you away. I'm going to do something bigger than that. I'm going to show you the victory. This man, this woman, this child, not going to hell no more. Because of what my son did. And you proclaimed that message, right? I chose you in the midst of building that shed that's going to be their home. But this right here is temporary. Let's look at the thing for eternal. And the home they have now because I sent you you and you gave forth my word, right? They're going to have a big home, all right, in heaven. They're going to have a place with me at the table. They're going to have, they're going to have, they've already had their sins forgiven. And he said, when God convicted him of that, he looked up in the sky and he says, Lord, I'm sorry. I missed it. Don't miss the victories that God has before you because you want them to look a certain way. They might not look the way that we think, but I'm going to tell you what, they're bigger than you think many times. Amen. They're amazing. And so I pray today that we hold on to those things. I'm going to bring this back home. I'm going to ask you guys to 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 take it, read this with me. I hope you can see it. If not, it should be on your handout. But we're going to go ahead and read. We'll just start at verse 16. One, two, three. Let's read. Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. But what is seen is eternal, but what is unseen is eternal. Amen. So let me, let me just seal that in your heart with this. Don't lose heart. Don't lose heart today. Let the Lord renew you daily. Focus on the eternal things that are far outweighing anything else. Fix your eyes on faith on the Savior, Jesus Christ. And it may be bigger than you, but it's never bigger than our Savior, Jesus Christ, our Heavenly Father God. Let us pray. Father, I thank you so much today that we need to know it's bigger than us. Because if not, we'd be overwhelmed. If we thought if it's a problem that I could fix, then guess what? I'm not allowing you to work in that situation. But I need you to work in my situation. And we all need you to work in our situation. But the greatest work that Jesus has done is to come and lay his life down so that we could partake of this. Just like my buddy learned. It was about salvation. It was about redemption. It was about forgiveness. It was about a sinful nature that we all are. The Bible says all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, that we all have sin, And God loved you. Now, I want you to make this personal. God loved you so much that he gave his only begotten son. And he says, if you believe in him, you will not perish, but you have everlasting life. Today, I ask you, Will you come and lay that at the feet of the Father? Will you say, Lord, I I know that I've missed the mark. I I know that there's sin in my life, but Lord, I want to be renewed. I want to be refreshed today. I want to call on your name, Jesus. I believe you're the Son of God. The Bible tells us like this. It says, if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. Saved from what? Rescued out of hell. Eternal damnation. And set in the family of God. I want y'all to hear that today. Nobody wants to talk about hell. How are you going to realize how good heaven is if you don't realize how bad hell is? I want you to hear that today. But I want to also tell you this. Not only does he have that secured for you when we leave this place. He wants to work in you today. He wants to work through you today. Will you give God an opportunity to work in you today? You can say no. No. You could walk away and come out and leave here the same way you came in but that's not the plan and I'm gonna promise you this if you ask him he'll deliver his word is yes and amen he says whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved the Bible says there's one way to heaven Jesus I'm the way the truth the life no one comes to the Father but by me so if you've been struggling and if you've been running and you think there's some other way to go, I'm going to help you with it today. The Bible's very clear. God's word says there's one way, and his name is Jesus. So friends, if you're here today, and that's your prayer, just look up here, man. Let me pray with you. You can pray from your seat. You can pray from where you're at right now. If you're watching this three months from now, next year, this message doesn't change because God never changes. You say, Lord, come into my life. I believe you're the son of God takes away the sin of the world. Today, Lord, I put my faith and trust in you. The finished work of the cross, that good news. Lord, come in and save me. Help me to walk this out. Help me to live for you, Lord. And everybody said amen. So if that's your prayer today, tell somebody so we can encourage you. Let's grow in the Lord. Hey, if you're online and you got any more questions about this, man, be encouraged. All right. Well, we're going to sign out from here for our friends online. I hope you guys enjoyed the message. Share the message and be blessed. Everybody said Amen. amen.